What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 563. In this episode, I'll discuss how to predict hypotension from dexmedetomidine. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 563. Dexmedetomidine is a popular sedative for use in critically ill patients. Hypotension is a common side effect that may limit the dose or even use of dexmedetomidine in critically ill patients. Being able to predict hypotension in advance can help clinicians choose a different sedative approach or increase patient monitoring. At least two retrospective studies have looked at factors that might predict hypotension from dexmedetomidine. The first was published in International Journal of Critical Illness and Injury Science, September 2016, and the second was published as an abstract in Critical Care Medicine in 2018. The 2016 study was a retrospective study covering four ICUs within a single center. Patients who were hypotensive at baseline were excluded. 283 patients were analyzed, and the primary endpoint was the finding of hypotension defined as a MAP below 60. The 2018 study was a retrospective cohort study of patients with a primary cardiac diagnosis who received dexmedetomidine in a single cardiovascular ICU. 276 patients were analyzed, and again, the primary endpoint was the finding of hypotension defined as a MAP below 60. In both studies, hypotension occurred in about 40% of patients. In the CVICU study, Univera analysis showed that patients with an ST segment elevation MI longer duration of dexmedetomidine infusion, or an increased number of rate changes were significantly more likely to develop hypotension. In the ICU study, after multivariate analysis, the risk factors associated with dexmedetomidine-related hypotension were baseline MAP, Apache 2 score, and history of coronary artery disease. Despite the ICU study being a single-center study, several elements suggest the results may apply to other ICUs. Number one, no patient received a bolus of dexmedetomidine. The one mic per kilo over 10-minute bolus of dexmedetomidine is still listed in prescribing information as a potential treatment option. However, it's not commonly used in clinical practice due to excessive side effects. Number two, the dose range for the dexmedetomidine was up to 1.4 mics per kilo per hour, which is a commonly used maximum dose range. However, only one-third of the patients in the study received a dose that exceeded one mic per kilo per hour. And number three, excessive titration or dose adjustment more frequent than every 30 minutes was similar in both the hypotensive and non-hypotensive groups. Because the CVICU study was only published as an abstract, similar detail based on external validity is unknown. Members of my Hospital Pharmacy Academy have access to practical training from a pharmacist's point of view on using dexmedetomidine in critical care. This is in addition to many other resources to help in your practice. To get immediate access, go to pharmacyjoe.com academy. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.